Hey guys, welcome to Transignite. My name is Jesse, and this is the first episode of the podcast. I'm really excited about this, and today I'm going to be telling you guys my coming out story so you guys can kind of get to know me a little bit better. Thank you guys so much for joining me. This is awesome. I'm so excited. Um, I will say I am recording this on my phone in a closet. Um, just kind of a warning for the audio. I'm getting a mic ASAP. I broke my mic, so sorry. So this audio is only going only going to last for this episode, and I'm going to get that fixed next week. But for today, we have this episode, and we're just going to have to do. All right. So before I dive into my story. For anybody who doesn't know what transgendered means, I wanted to throw out the dictionary.com meaning real quick. Denoting or relating to a person whose sense of personal identity and gender does not correspond with their birth sex. So there you go. That's what being transgendered means. If you have any more questions, look it up. There's a lot of examples out there. And also, another thing that I found interesting is that agender or gender fluid, um, falls under the category of transgendered. Um, I don't really know, uh, how, but it does. Um, so I mean, at all gender is a spectrum. So that makes, that makes sense. I just didn't know that I thought transgender just was for female to male or male to female. I didn't know it included non-binary or a gender or any of the other genders um, on the gender spectrum, but that's pretty cool. I learned that yesterday. Um, but that leads us into my coming out story. I'm going to make this pretty quick, pretty precise, pretty to the point. Um, I came out twice, as probably majority of you all had or have um, as well. Either come out, normally I know that people come out sexuality first, then gender. It just kind of takes a while to get the to get to figuring out what your identity is and that's totally okay but without further ado let's get into the story all right guys sweet so i'm going to begin this story when i was about seven years old younger than that i remember a bunch of stuff but um, i'm going to start about seven i was just a regular tomboy um I didn't like pink. I loved playing with the guys. I didn't like playing with the girls. I wanted to be friends with the girls, but I noticed that I kind of had crushes on them just as like the girls had crushes on guys or the guys had crushes on girls, but I just viewed it differently because I was so immersed in the normal of girls like guys, guys like girls. There's no way around it. Um, I grew up in Santa Fe, New Mexico. It is a pretty liberal town. New Mexico is pretty liberal in general. It's very diverse there. I had um, a Mexican family take care of me for most of my time when I lived there. When my parents were at work, I would stay at their home. I would stay, um, I'd go out to dinner with them. It was just great time. I learned a lot from them. But there, I think that really started to spike my gender questioning and sexuality questioning because when I would go stay with them at their home, I would always want to play with the guys, go play on the bikes, play with, 
the video games, the violent video games, and stereotypically speaking, those are male things. So I never really fit in. And, and a lot of my um, Mexican family's friends would be like, is that a girl or a boy to me? <laughs> Which always the question, always the answer was a girl. But, you know, that's where I kind of started to think, hmm, maybe I, maybe I fit in differently. I remember one distinctive story when this dude, we were at a um, quinceanera, I think, and this dude, and if for any of you guys who don't know, that's a, that's party in generally, um, generally Mexican culture in Mexico, when um, their daughter turns 15, they throw this big party. It's really fun. So we went to one of those, and, you know, I couldn't understand why I couldn't wear a suit, or I couldn't understand why, this was probably when I was about 10 or 11, I couldn't understand why I couldn't be shirtless um, like the guys got to do going in the pool, all that stuff. I was just so confused. But that's when I kind of started to toy toy with my sexuality a bit, um, thought process-wise. I was just – didn't understand why I was so different. But we're going to fast forward a few years, um, early teenage years, 12 to 14. I went to a – private school for both for all my all my life honestly but for um my middle school I remember that's when I really started to have questions about my sexuality um and really really started to have those feelings towards girls and I didn't have anybody to talk to I didn't have any outlet to talk to anybody about because you know in school, you got the girls who have the crushes on the guys and all them get together and are talking about it. Then you got the guys who are talking about the girls and who they like and all that shit and doing like the bro code of, man, you don't take my girl or this shit, whatever it is. <laughs> I didn't have any. I couldn't talk to the dudes and I couldn't talk to the girls. So I didn't have anybody. I always felt alone. I always felt felt like I needed to be crazy to fit in. Sometimes I still do and sometimes all of us do, but, you know, that's life. But there I had crushes on um, some girls, and they thought I was crazy for it. I did come out my eighth grade year to my friends in this school. Some of them were accepting. I don't think any of them were not accepting. I just think they thought I was a little crazy. I never came out to my parents yet, though. Then there I just kind of struggled, tinkered back and forth with what am I supposed to do with this. But I really was kind of proud that I figured this out. I was proud of myself. It was a tough, tough go, but I figured it out. And then... The middle of my ninth grade year of high school, whoop, my parents drop a big bomb on me and say, hey, we're moving to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Now, as you know, um, if you don't, Tulsa, Oklahoma is pretty, pretty conservative. It's in the middle of the Bible Belt, very religious, very conservative. Um, the politics out here are pretty, pretty much uh, right wing, whereas in New Mexico, pretty left. So it was a whole different world for me. My family lives out here, and I've been out here, uh, out here meaning Tulsa, because I'm here now. I've lived out here um, almost, I think, 11 years, but since I've moved in the middle of my ninth grade year. Being here, though, I would visit when I lived in Santa Fe, had family out here, didn't really know, couldn't really figure out the politics. I was obviously too young to figure out the way Tulsa was. But I just love Santa Fe, and that's all I knew. Mountains and all that stuff, skiing, it was beautiful. It was a very outdoorsy kid. Loved the outdoors. Loved um, rock climbing, loved hiking, loved skiing, snowboarding, all that stuff. Moving here, though, 
I went from a pretty liberal school, could wear whatever you wanted, dress code-wise. Then I moved here to Tulsa, Oklahoma, went straight into a Catholic school. That was so hard for me. There is when I... The, when I, My Catholic school years were fast-forwarding a little bit to um, late teenage, early 20s, 15 to 20-ish. That's when I really started to have depression and anxiety and suicidal thoughts. Um, I did cut. It was a self-harmer. Um, I just had a horrible time. And I say I had a horrible time there because I felt like I had no friends. I felt like I had nobody to understand me. I didn't even know what Catholicism was until I moved. I went to a church in New Mexico, but it was pretty liberal, like I said. Um, A gay uh, or a lesbian pastor. She had a wife. She was great. And here in Oklahoma, there was none of that. Church was very unaccepting of the LGBT community. I remember getting in multiple fights with different priests and brothers and um, teachers even on why I believed that it was okay to be gay. Um, I did toy around with my sexuality more and I was very, very proud of being who I was because I just stood out so much like a sore thumb. I was very proud of being a lesbian at the time is what I thought I was, but I was still very masculine. Ninth grade year, I had a few girlfriends. Tenth grade year, I dated somebody, um, and I was very involved in the LGBT community come my 11th and 12th grade year. I was still, I still felt bullied. I still felt like an outsider. I still felt like I stood out to everybody at the Catholic school, and but I had friends outside of the community. Outside, I had community friends um, who were in the community. I didn't have any friends at the school, though. I had a few, but none that I could really talk about, talk to about my uh, feelings. But I did find my good group of friends. Um, 11th grade, things were good. 12th grade, I dated somebody else. Then I really got involved in that community. The community um, felt like home. It was pretty, pretty nice. Nice change. Had a solid, um, solid foundation under my feet. I wasn't so depressed. And then when I graduated from school, that's when everything completely fell apart. Um, I lost the relationship I was in my whole senior year. That was really hard. I lost a lot of the friends I had as well outside of school in the community due to that breakup. And then I went ballistically crazy absolutely insane. I was crazy. I was the definition of crazy. I did so many drugs. I drank so much. I just put myself in a pile of shit all the time. I got myself in terrible sticky situations. I put myself through hell. I did so much damage to my body. I was so addicted to cigarettes. I smoked probably a pack and a half a day back then in that summer. That summer is where I toggled back and forth with, oh my goodness, am I a, do I like dudes or do I not? Again, because I had to make sure I was validated, make sure that the validity validity mattered, that um, I knew I liked women, but I had to double check because, you know, society says it's not okay. So I just went down the wrong path. I was 18 at the time and things were just spiraling downhill. 
Then I dated somebody else, moved to Pennsylvania for a summer, and for two months in the in the summer after a summer after my senior year, and that's when I really started questioning my gender. I kept thinking back, man, I just feel like I don't fit in this body. I feel like my mind first it started with my brain. I just was so scared, and then I thought about it. Oh my goodness, am I? a dude and that scared me to death and it took me so so long to finally come out to myself even I will say I did come out to my parents my 10th grade year um as bisexual and that I liked women and that went over fine all the coming out to my parents went over great they've always been so supportive so that was never an issue it was the my, the environment I was in at school that was really an issue and after the um when I lost touch with the community here so Pennsylvania, I was in a completely different state. I was able to play around with my gender. So I was called by a different name. I had people call me by a different name. I came out to a few work friends there. That was nice. They accepted me in open arms. Um, the girl I was dating at the time called me he, kind of helped me understand uh, that, you know, I really did want to be a guy. And I knew I was a guy. I knew that's what my true identity was. And I felt like everything finally started to click. So from there, I broke up um, with her, and then I moved back to Tulsa, Oklahoma. And kind of that was kind of the catalyst to starting on hormones. And then I met my current girlfriend, who has been more than supportive, um, has been basically my rock. And I went to high school with her. That's a whole nother story, but uh, she messaged me on Instagram and was like, hey, you look great, um, about two years after I graduated, and I never really spoke to her much in high school, and we went out for coffee, and the rest history, and that's three and a half years later, and we're here. But yeah, I came out as a guy um, to basically everybody, my family, my f few friends that I had, the internet, I finally came out, and every, all... All the pieces to the puzzle just connected. Kind of like in the movies, you know, where something happens and all the pieces go to that magnet and just stick to it. That's kind of how I felt. I felt like I was the magnet and all the pieces just kind of finally came to me. And yeah, I mean, it was really hard. It still is really hard, but the hardest time for me was definitely, definitely high school. But high school's hard for everybody, isn't it? I think so. But yeah, that's basically the gist of my coming out story. I would love to get more in detail with you guys, more in depth. But if you'd like to know more, email me at transignitepodcast.com. I don't want to talk too much to bore you all. But really, this, this whole podcast is going to be about being your true self, being comfortable in your skin, being able to express your feelings, whatever they may be. Like I said before in the first podcast, I guess that was the introduction to all of this, is that Transignite is a place where people to, people can share their feelings, people can tell their story, and I just want a platform where people can tell their story. And speaking of platforms, I really want to thank Anchor for providing this awesome app that you can get on your phone or you can get it on your computer. All you have to do is sign in, create a username, create a podcast name, and here you are. You can start recording on your phone like I am now, and it's free. And Anchor also distributes, distributes the podcast to all other places where podcasts are found. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, 
Anchor, etc. I really want to thank you guys again for hanging out and listening to this story. I hope you guys are intrigued, excited to listen next week. Please give me feedback. I want all the feedback so I can make make this the best LGBT podcast there is out there. And I want you guys to look forward to listening to this every week because I look forward to making this every single week. If you guys have any questions of any kind, please don't hesitate to ask. You can either ask me via the voice message feature in Anchor or email me at my email, transignitepodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to answer anything. Also, if you guys want to be featured on the podcast, shoot me, shoot me an email preferably and we can set something up. I want anybody and everybody to be on here. Um, and like I said, I want your story to be heard, so... Please, I hope you guys take advantage of that opportunity. I would love to hear from you guys, and I would love to get to know you, um, you all's story. So yeah, I hope you guys really enjoyed this, and tune in, tune in next week with another episode of Trans Ignite.